Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And this week, we bring you some fellow podcasters. We've got hey. the guys from Stairway to Cleveland. What's up? We got Scott Vaughn here. What's up? And we got Keith Martin here. Hello. Um, guys are involved in a lot more than just a podcast, but that's kind of how we found you. That was the first time we kind of like came into, you know, when we first saw you was when the Stairway to Cleveland podcast came out. Right around the same time ours started up. You guys kind of started up at the same time. Kismet. Yep. So so we took notice, and we have a watch. <laughs> but, no, we still watch. You know, you guys you have a, a – a, it's, it's, it's not as often. You guys don't do them as often. But when you do, it, you do you have some really interesting guests on there. You guys Thanks. get some – yeah, you guys do a really good job with it. Thank you. And biggest reason you're on here, though, is yep. not because you're a podcaster. It's because you guys are a big big part of this uh, the musicians uh, fundraiser, Cleveland Musicians fundraiser. It goes on every year, seventh year. This is the seventh year, yeah. Can you believe you've done it seven times now? I mean, it seems like well, they, it's weird how these things. Technically, this will be the sixth show yeah, because there was this thing called COVID that kind of. Oh. So seventh year, seventh year. We did still raise money that year for the charity. We didn't have a show because we couldn't. Um, yeah. We tried. We had it like three different venues, and it was just a shit show. But uh, this will be the seventh annual, but sixth show. So I got you. We're I stoked, you. man. We're stoked. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. You got to kind of. I think everything's that way right now. With if it's gone on for the last ten years or anything like that, there's this like little period yeah. in there where people got to explain the asterisk. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The fallen hurdle. Yeah, and and just explain a little bit about what this is exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of benefits, a lot of fundraisers. This is very unique. How this is how you how you've arranged for this. You know how you do this thing. Sure. Um. Go ahead, tell people, tell people what, what, what it's all about, how well, you do it. Well, it started very simply on Facebook, because we're all social media whores. We were on there, and I just decided, you know, I've got a bunch of friends. I'm like, I'm going to put up, what is our favorite Kiss song of all time? So I started putting albums and the songs on the albums and had everybody start voting on it. And like usual, all the, all the people started voting for what their favorite Kiss song was. And as this progressed... A lot of the musicians were starting to say, hey, we should do a jam night. Just get all the musicians together, do a jam night. We'll play some Kiss songs. We know enough bar owners. We can get a bar. I was like, okay, cool. And then after talking to some friends, we decided, well, if we're going to do this, let's make it a charitable event. Let's get some money. And a good friend of ours, Daughters on the Spectrum uh, for Autism, and his girlfriend and I got together, and we decided we're going to do Autism uh, the first year for our charity, and it went over so well. We said, "Well, let's do it again next year for a different charity." And then here we are. Every year we pick a different charity, and every year our totals go up. And I said, "As long as we keep doing this, and we keep making more every year, I'll keep doing it." So here we are in year seven. Wow, man, that's cool. And yeah. and any reason why you pick Kiss is it just because of the love of it, or is it because you think it's easier for bands? Uh, <laughs> not so much to play Kiss, but right. I mean, like they have like the the, the yeah. library. I mean, I got to... I got this tattoo yeah, on me. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> we're both fans. I guess. Yeah, we're I, and that's the thing. A lot of Kiss is a very decisive band. Either you love them or you hate them, kind of thing. And a lot of people hate them, which I get because they're not the best musicians in the world. But when you're a kid and you're growing up in the seventies or yeah. even 80s and 90s, mm -hmm. they're the show. I mean, they're the rock stars, the rock gods, and so many of the musicians have been inspired by Kiss in this town that they all came flocking. So 
seeing how it's one of my favorite bands and so many others' favorite bands that it just seemed to be a common ground that we all could find music that you could all play. Yeah, man, and it's and it's worked out great. People keep saying you you should change it. You should do Beatles or you should do. You know, this is a jam session. It's not like a rehearsed thing. And I don't know if I want to hear a bunch of musicians not rehearse playing Beatles songs with all those <laughs> harmonies. That's what I was saying. That's that, that's what I meant when I said, like... Not that they don't have the talent, Scott. No, this town is swamped with talent. It's just that without rehearsal and it throwing can, guys together, they don't, don't know each other. And, it can go off the rails. Yeah, and Kiss, I mean... Yeah, it's what I mean. It's it's a very easily to to right. get a four guys together or th- yeah. however many guys together and actually pull the song off. Yeah, it's not dream theater. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, it's also visually appealing as far as advertising and yeah. I mean, it's, it's true. It's true. It's just been a it's it's been a great success. Yeah, I came it, I came in on uh, second year. the second year. That's where I first met Scott. So yeah. we uh, met each other through this benefit. Yeah. Actually, Keith. Actually, do you want to tell the story? I, I could. Don't cry. I won't. Okay. Maybe. He cries sometimes when he tells this story. <laughs> well, I'm a very emotional man. He is. And I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> no, the the reason, um, I, of course, saw the first one on social media and everything going on, and I couldn't make it, and I was kind of bummed out. And when I saw the next year they were doing it again, I said, oh, yeah, I want to I get in on that this year. And like I said, I didn't know Scott. I knew some of the other people, you know, the other musicians. And then they said it was for cancer, and my brother's a cancer survivor. And when I was a kid, while he was going through his chemotherapy for three, four years, I latched on to KISS as my escape, my go-to. So I had tons of 70s KISS memorabilia that my mom had saved in the attic, or all the KISS dolls, the, the board game. I mean, just so much stuff he had. I had so much stuff. And I said, you know what? It's just sitting in my attic right now. What am I doing with it? And what am I going to do? Leave it to my kids? They don't know. They don't care. So I said, I'm going to, I told my wife, I said, you know, I'm going to be part of this benefit and I want to donate all my kiss stuff to this because, you know, cancer means something to me. And she goes, go ahead. So I got a hold of Scott and we met at the Hooli House. Hooli House in Menor, yeah. Drinking beer. Who'd have thought? I met him drinking beer. Weird. <laughs> and uh, he was he was a cool guy then. I mean, <laughs> not so much now. Well, yeah, I got to know him a lot better. And of course, he's a great guy. He's got a big heart. But um, <laughs> but but I did have to relinquish all my stuff to some guy I didn't know. And I was just like, wow, it'll be all right. And we had a beer or two, and then we went out in the parking lot, gave him all my stuff, and. It did well. For the benefit. Was going with that, coming out in the parking lot and gave. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that happened. That's how it started. <laughs> Love at first sight. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, and the stuff he gave was just like all the stuff that you ever imagined that Kiss made in their prime. All the, like you said, the dolls. When the, they were whoring out everything, oh like God. like there was nothing Kiss wouldn't sell. Well, that, that, right. that, the lunchbox, the I whole had the bit. complete yeah. set of cards. Your the original. <laughs> The original yeah. first run cards. I had a ring that was mail order only, uh, belt buckles. Radio. Uh, the radio. Uh, the jacket. The cheesy paper <laughs> jacket. The Tyvek Mylar jacket or Tyvek jacket. Yeah. And all this amazing stuff. It was so amazing that this guy didn't even know gave me all this stuff to donate to my benefit. So we became quick friends, and here we are. Yeah. And that's sick of each other now. Yeah. <laughs> 
can't take them. And that's really not even that long ago when you really think about no. it. And, and yeah. you know, like you guys yeah. become real close in a real yeah. short amount of time. Yeah, we're family now, really. Yeah, we're real sarcastic, and so that that's how we it get helps. along. It like, helps. Like, yes. yeah, if he wasn't if he wasn't a jerk half the time, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, like you wouldn't like him, right? Yeah. You enjoy the fact that you yeah. can be jerks together. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. One one thing quick about you, especially you bring up family, is mm-hmm. your cousins, Craig. Martini. Yes. Now, now, real, real quick. I just have to ask you this real uh-huh. quick question: Who dropped the eye? It's like so. So, like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, I, I was looking at the names, and I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. I was like, somebody dropped an eye somewhere. Grandpa Frank dropped the eye. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when he came over from Italy, uh, of course, this is uh, Martin Martini lore that I don't. You know, I hear both sides, and people tell me what happened. But back then, when he came over, they weren't. The United States weren't hiring immigrants that sounded last name sounded like immigrants. Right. So he had dropped the I and changed it to Martin, and um, I think it was back, and it was like that forever. And I think somewhere around 1980, I could get the year off. It may be 79, 80, maybe 78. I don't remember. Um, Craig's dad, uh, Don, my uncle Don, who I love dearly. Um, he decided he wanted to change the name back. And so they did. And my dad decided, nah, I'm leaving it. Got it. There so it is. Did. There's a story. Yeah. That's I it. knew there was one. That was it. I knew there was but one. Originally, <laughs> yes, I was a martini, I guess, uh, by family standards, but was born a Martin. So. Yeah, but Craig is your cousin. That's pretty. That's a pretty musical family you got going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know where yeah, we like, got it, but is it just you two, or are there others? Oh or? no, 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 no. Uh, Mike, Mike. Well, Mike, I'm talking about, and, and and I know Craig's family, but like in your family too. Is there, is there uh, others? There's me, and my cousin uh, Todd, who is actually on the other side. But my uh, older cousin Tom uh, was a Martin, and he. He gave me my first guitar, and he was a guitar player. He's a phenomenal guitar player, Tom Martin, if you're out there watching. Um, and it just seemed like everybody had a real talent on the Martin, Martin Martini side of the family. It, it was If it wasn't art, it was music. If it wasn't music, it was... You know, just everybody yeah. had their own thing. Artistic, yeah. I, I, and I some know. of them have more than that, like... My cousin Mike, who of course has a tattoo shop and is an amazing Square musician. City. Yeah. Square City in Chardon. Uh great musician. Um Steven. Steven played for a little while. He still plays guitar a little bit, but uh yeah, there's there is yeah, a lot of talent coming from that family. I think it's Let's skip sh- the generation. It but might okay. be the water in Chardon, <laughs> Ohio. I don't know, but and then <laughs> and, and real quick, Idiot. so now that we've got into the you guys did the podcast, you guys the, the fundraiser too, and, and we'll get back to that. But I, but let's just touch on the bands a little bit too, because sure, okay. the whole that's what kind of started everything is the fact that you guys are musicians. You guys have you guys you don't play in the same band together. That's the one thing you don't do together. Once in a while, we'll do a side project together, but no, yeah. we're not in our regular gigging bands. No. So so you play bass. Yes. In big in Japan. Bass and sing in big in Japan. Yeah. Now, are you the lead singer, or are you? Yes. So you so you're the front man, yes. lead singer, bass player. Yes, big I Japan. sing all the. You know songs, and then my guitar player does all the hip hop and rap type stuff. Oh, so you guys mix that. it all up and do yeah. all, like a lot of stuff like that. Too. Yeah, we we're all over the place, but yeah, I'm the lead singer. How do you like that job? 
Well, we've been together for 15 years. We're celebrating our 15-year anniversary this 15 year. 15 years and one band. Same three dummies playing Rip. mostly the same freaking songs. What's the what's the what's the secret to 15 years in a band together? How do you how do you th- what do you think keeps I mean that's so rare, right? It's, it, yeah, it's a lot of compromise. It's like a marriage, you know. Is it like your guys' relationship where you guys have the ability it's it's like you guys share certain things so it's friendly just friends type well, thing? Yeah, I mean, we're all friends in the band, which is great. I think it has to feel like family. It it really is. It really is That's family. The only way you can get and, through it. I mean, me and my guitar player were best friends. I mean, we go on vacation together. We do oh. everything together. Matt, our drummer, is an amazing guy. He he's he's the brains behind the whole thing. He does all the booking. He does all the promotional stuff. He do, runs all the websites and stuff. So he's really great at that. And he's a great guy too. That we, you know, he he's really busy. We don't get to hang out with him as much. But uh, yeah, we just. I mean, sure, we have conflicts not very often though yeah uh, so think, so it is like family i mean there's, really there's, there's, there's certain kinds of conflict but for the most part nothing goes over the top and and, and no we've uh, only tr- violently threatened each other a few times that's good 15 years it's been pretty good yep. so yeah so 15 years and it's been still going strong so it's cool keith yeah the hat that's the band you're in right there, Vinyl, Vinyl Arcade. Vinyl Arcade, which was a, uh, which was a, uh, it's an interesting band. I, I yeah, I, I've... the the, uh, let me start at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> back in 2004, um, we started a band called Hogwash, um, with the guy Todd who did the artwork and and his his future wife. And um, me and, and Ed Douglas, who's now in the band in, in Vinyl Arcade. But what had happened was we, had, we were in a band called Hogwash, and we, and we were together from 2004 to 2016, which is about 12 years. And it just, there were other interests, and we were trying to hold the band together. And um, we just decided it was time to do something different. So half the band went and uh, and started a yacht rock band. After several names, they ended up with Boaterhead. So you you probably know Boaterhead. And, uh, and then Ed and I, we decided to do something and we wanted to do something completely different. So we sat there and decided what would be different. And so I have a jukebox at home and there were songs playing in there that weren't necessarily the biggest hit from the band, but a great song and maybe a forgotten song. So the premise of that band was to play those B sides, the yeah. B sides, or the or the second single that wasn't as popular as the first. And then, of course, we had a few beers. So why can't we do TV themes? <laughs> yeah, I saw this. Well, we can. We could do whatever we want. This is our band. We're making it, and we'll do everything. And I said, well, you know, it'd be cool if we had a screen that had video games playing it, and we'll just play songs from when we were growing up. And Ed's like, yeah, we can do that. And I said, no, I was just kidding. And he goes, no, we can literally do that. So one thing led to another, and we and we came up with this idea to, do, to, to involve vinyl records, arcade games, and the songs that we loved growing up and that weren't always the big hits. So that's where it all stemmed from. And after a few months, we started out as a, we 
technically started as a four piece. One member couldn't keep going with us, so then we went to a three piece for three years, and then we ended up grabbing another guitar player, and now it's really been going really good for a total of seven years with this band, and so we just love it. When you say you do like uh, themes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so you guys just break into these like in between songs type stuff. Or is well, that what, like well, how do, I'm just trying to figure it out? What we used to do is we would play the entire theme song, and then you know it kind of breaks up a night if you have a danceable '80s song you're doing, and then you decide to play Scooby Doo after it. People are like, "Oh, that's clever," but I was just dancing. So what we decided <laughs> to do is we uh, made some TV theme medleys. So. I think there's two currently. Uh, They're about eight minutes long, and we try and cram as many TV themes and movie themes and commercials into that eight minutes in a medley. That's cool. uh, We also, there's a couple that we do that are full, that we do the whole thing of. But, um, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that took some planning. Make creating those medleys. It does. Yeah, cr- trying to get one note into another. Yeah, a lot London of songs together. The transitions are tricky, and yeah. sometimes we still fail at those, but um, we try. By the end of the year, we're really good, and then we then we're done, and then we have to start all over again. But no, it's it's fun. How it's often you guys playing out? Like, do you guys play out often, or is this something? It's usually, one, we we try and get at least thirty shows in a year. Oh, really? And we're off September and October. Uh, because, um, I don't know if I, I I can mention this, uh, my bass player, Ed is, um, 50% of the band Midnight Syndicate. Um, and he does a, usually does a thing at, um, Cedar Point, Cedar Point, which runs hollow weekends, which runs through September. And then of course, October, then we get a couple of shows at the end of the year. But so mainly it's from the beginning of the year till September we play. Wow. See, like you know, like one thing I've noticed about you guys too, and 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 that's I think it's the one of the beautiful things about this fundraiser is that you guys mingle with a lot of the bigger musicians in the city. I mean, like these are all so. And when you, when you get these guys to come play this fundraiser, that's who shows up. Like this isn't these aren't just a lot of the guys that are just just starting off. These are your seasoned guys. These are some of the we like to be all inclusive. I mean, a lot of the big guys show up. We like consider ourselves big guys. I mean, no pikers here, but we uh, we let everybody come if they sign. What I do is I'll put up the sign up sheet, and whoever signs up to play, the first fifty guys get they get to play. Is that how you do it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not picking and choosing who plays yeah. the benefit. Uh, However, it does seem it does that seem. the ones that show up are some yeah. Of, yeah the ones that are are signing up for this are some of yeah. your best musicians. I'm lucky enough to be in a group of super talented guys and girls and i'm friends with them we're friends with them we're lucky to know all these people and share the stage with these people i mean but and they get excited about this fundraiser these guys these these dudes love this thing man they love it they do it's 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 such a blessing that to be to be part of this and yeah, and people keep signing up so it must be doing yeah we signed up when i first started the first year <clears throat> we had 39 musicians sign up for the whole thing. Uh, this year, I put up the sign-up sheets, and it was filled just over two hours. <laughs> oh, 50, yeah. 50 wow. people signed up, in, and I, I've got a waiting list already, so it's yeah, what are you going to do now? You're going to need more venues. You're going to need. Uh, like, how does this thing grow into what? Like, where do you where do you go from? I need more alcohol. Is what <laughs> I'm going to need. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Time. 
I don't know. We're seeing we're, it, it's growing, and it it started off as a you know an evening thing, and it's become an all day event now. Uh, it started off just us getting together and playing for a couple hours, and now we start at noon and we go to pretty much eleven o'clock, and we've got you know so many auction baskets and donations and three stages like you'd said earlier we got an acoustic stage we got a cover band stage we've got uh the main stage it's we take over the whole complex at yankees in geneva on the lake and it's all ages it's we don't charge any i know that's a, that's another thing i was just going to mention is that that's the beautiful part of it is that yeah. it's all very voluntarily mm-hmm. donation yes. type thing and you don't feel forced to do anything right I mean, that we make all our money off of our baskets and donations we don't charge an entry fee to be mm-hmm. there we just want you there to have a good time and, you know, see what, you know, that year's charity is about. They come up and they usually talk. Uh, most of the charities have been there and shown up and talked to the audience or given out literature or information. And so it's so it's about education as much as it is just coming up and having a good time. But we never charged and I don't see that changing anytime. that's never gonna you don't, you don't have a reason to obviously if, it, no. if, if you're if you're raising the money without doing that right. it becomes a bigger event well we've been lucky enough that the venue out at geneva on the lake with pj who runs that venue has never charged us for using that whole complex oh, wow. so it's been you know he just gives us the run of the place a few years ago the covid year we were planning on doing it down at music box downtown here uh but before COVID shut it down, but we had to pay a venue charge just yeah. for security and sure. sound guys and stuff. It was minimal, but Which it was still sense. paying. Yeah, even with benefits, the they, they have to charge something because mm-hmm. of that kind right, of thing. Right, because there. that's the way it is. But PJ's been amazing to us out there. Cool. So we'll see how it grows. If it keeps growing, who knows? I mean, but Brown Stadium? <laughs> uh, something good's got to be there. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Awesome. When we come back, we'll be back here with Keith and, Keith and Scott. We call him Keith. We'll be coming back here with Keith and Scott. <laughs> cool. Couple minutes. You're listening to Level Up Cleveland. What's going on, Level Up listeners? Signal Flow Studios is a Cleveland recording studio founded in 2013, located in the steel yard just down the hall from Brian and Pat at Level Up Cleveland. At Signal Flow, we pride ourselves in offering top quality audio and a great recording experience to artists here in town and from across the country. But what makes us unique at Signal Flow is our undivided attention to the people who keep us going. That's you, the artists. So come on in and let us make your music our top priority. You can book online at www.signalflowstudio.com or give us a call at 216-920-2075. We'll see you soon. And we are back, everybody, with the guys here from Stairway to Cleveland. These guys are also the ones that help put on the fundraiser for Cleveland Musicians over there in Geneva every year, raising money for something every year. Every year. Something new, something different. Yes, sir. How do you guys pick that? How do you guys decide what it's going to be? Is it, how do you, would... uh, we have a committee, and uh, it's, it's been growing every year, actually. And every year, a new member of the committee gets to pick. Oh. So this year was actually his wife's turn, and she picked NAMI, which is National Alliance for Mental Illness. Um, Lake County. Lake County. Um, so, yeah, we just go around taking turns. Every committee member gets a turn. So That's cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely cool. How, 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 does this, how big is the committee, and how do you get on the committee? Um, right now, I think we have eight, nine, nine people on the committee. And uh, 
It's just a couple of the people that just were volunteers in previous years, and they did such an amazing job, and they really put their heart into it and went above and beyond what we asked them to do. They were like, that is an asset we need on this team. And they just came aboard, and now they're part of the family. That's great. great. And we didn't have to force them. I mean, they, they volunteered. Yeah. They said, you know, we love this. Can we be part of it next year? Yeah, we have a lot of people saying they want to be part of the committee, but, I mean, we don't – I mean, we got to have an audience at one point, not just committee members. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, we have a very good team. Both of our wives are superstars on it. Um, my guitar player, Vic, and his wife. So it's a lot of couples – uh, Han Solo from Speed Rail, the band Speed Rail, he's on our committee. Um, Tia Jarvis is a good friend of his wife, Tracy. Brandon. Brandon, who's uh, the sound uh, slash drum tech for Z from Disco Inferno, and he works with us every once in a while. He's also the brainchild behind the last two years we've actually had a golf outing. Oh, and yes. It was Brandon's idea, and he puts it all together, and we just, like, support him on whatever we can do. A real and rock star. He's awesome. This has become like a company almost, like in some aspects. Yeah. It's got like company, you know, like yeah. type of things. You got golf outings. You're doing the parties. You got it's, the, it's it's yeah. It's and cool. It's great, man. And it's kind of like it's kind of seems like it's kind of grown just organically out of just really like there's none of this is really like pre-planned and pre-thought yeah. out. It just kind of keeps it, it, it really keeps happening is. just by whatever, right? I mean, yeah, and it, it takes the better part of a year to put it together. It's, yeah, it's, a lot of energy goes into this. A lot of time. A lot of it's a lot of planning October. and stuff. It's insane. It's insane. We're, I mean, my phone does not stop all day, every day at this point of the year. Um, I can, I believe that, man. These guys get so excited over this. I'm telling you, this is a big deal for the musicians locally. It is. This thing it becomes a big deal. They love this. Now, now, how does that work? Like, so you have the fifty, the fifty musicians. Yep. How do they? How do they determine who's going to get up there? And because some yeah. of this is pre-planned, right? Like some of these guys get together and say, "Hey, we'll get together and we'll, we'll do this song or whatever." We, what we do is right now we're in the midst of it. Right now we just like I said, we put up the signups a couple weeks about two weeks ago and it filled up real quickly. So now what we when we have them sign up, I tell them to put down up to ten songs that they will be would be willing to play. So I'll take those lists. Some people just put any, wow. you know. And then I'll take those lists and say, okay, these are our guitar players. Here's our lead guitar players, our rhythm guitar players, bass players, drummers, just vocalists. And I'll compare those lists. And his wife has been huge help with this now the last couple of years because it's a lot of work. It is. Uh, and we'll just piecemeal together a bands. Band. And we'll try to keep it where, you know, we'll try to get everybody two to three songs at least. Uh, sometimes we have to call people out of the bullpen to play a few more. But. The way it is, I'll say, okay, well, these guys are going to play that song, and we'll keep them on for the next song. I'm going to bring these two guys up, then rotate those two guys off. Yeah, wow, that's this a guy lot up. of work. It, with, it's it's with minimal. Wow, changeover, you know? Right. Yeah, right, right. There's so time. There's time constraints for sure on this. It, whole we thing, we right? keep it moving, and again, Brandon, he's a stage manager with his wife Tracy, and they keep him going. Man, we get we get those music because sometimes it's hurting cats with a lot of these musicians, man, because. You know, they're there to have a good time, too. But I do tell them, do not get drunk before you go on stage because... We it's, not fair to, it's not fair to the other guys that are that exactly. are trying to do this stuff, too, if you go up there and you fuck it all up. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's like, we want to keep this smooth. We want to... You know, it's Kiss. It's I mean, they train wreck themselves, but we don't want train wrecks <laughs> after train wrecks up on stage. You know, we just want to have a good time, keep the flow going. 
and and just let everybody shine. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 yeah. And and guys are dressing up too for this thing. I mean, they, are, do you ever see the makeup come out? Are they are they showing up like? Once in a while, yeah, not, not, it's not really in the past. A few that we had a, almost a full band: a father, daughter, and a, one of their guitar players. They all dressed up. They couldn't get a Peter Chris or Eric Carr or whomever, right? Uh, but they came up. We have a, a group that show up. The last few years have shown up, and they're in full regalia. I mean, and they go around just collecting money and taking pictures with people, and they bring that box to us at the end of the night, and it's just an extra bonus that these people just. Do yeah. because they're great. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Now you can. Now you guys sell T-shirts at this too and everything. These all for sale stuff. Yeah, you could actually is, buy that. This is a previous year. Yeah, whoever is, does your artwork, man, they got you guys. Got, again, you guys got awesome shirts. This is man. Todd from Boaterhead, his cousin. Yes. He does all the designs yeah, you're, for this, us. This this poster here is one of the nicest posters I think yeah. I ever seen in my life. Dude, my favorite. <laughs> I tell you what, we we Keith and I last weekend we went down to Geneva on the lake to put up some posters and just talk to some people. Um. And we were just walking up the strip, and people were asking if they could have posters because they thought they were so cool. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, everybody I've given a poster to has said it's the best one yet. So, yeah, that's the whole rock and roll over thing, and then you got the yeah. and then you got the Ohio heads. Who even Todd? It, Todd is he's just amazing. He's a awesome. wizard. He's a yeah. wizard. It's really, really it really is. is amazing, man. It really is amazing. So let me let me uh, back up a little bit. Let me talk a little bit about the podcast. Sure, because because like I said, that's how we discovered you guys, and I, I I'm, I'm probably familiar with the podcast. I watched it more than once. Okay. Well, that's good. Oh, well, you're the guy. We have a fan. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, when did you guys, what made you think, let's start a podcast, let's start doing this? How, again, how does that happen? Again, as Keith says, I'm an idea guy. Uh, Come on, Woim. That's me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'd been kicking around an idea to do a podcast, uh, just an audio podcast. I was just going to do something like that, and I was in a project prior just a side project from big in japan a musical project called the snozberries with a good friend of mine quentin flynn and we had talked about doing something and he came up with the name stairway to cleveland obviously after the jefferson starship song or is it jefferson airplane i don't know whatever at the time it was jefferson whatever yeah and uh so i love that name well quentin moved back to la and i was like well i still want to do this dang podcast man so I was lucky enough to do an interview a couple years ago with Rick Fluger, also from Boaterhead, great bass player, great dude. He interviewed me about the benefit, and it went so well. I mentioned to him, I said, have you ever wanted to do like a video podcast kind of thing with, I got this idea, and he was all about it. And I'm like, well, great, let's, let's do something, man. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna need a co-host. I need, I need you know, my Ed McMahon. Eye candy, I think is. What <laughs> yeah, eye candy. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the Hunchback in Notre Dame was not available, so I called Keith. <laughs> Guy's got nothing on me. <laughs> He's got two good knees. <laughs> That's true. But uh, so I called Keith. I said, "Man, would you be interested in doing this with me?" And after a few beers, he's like, yeah. Yeah, because at first it was like, no. No, he's like, I <laughs> see you enough. And uh, we hooked up with Rick, and it, it took off, man. We just we started with our good friend Joey from Disco, Joey D, the artist. And uh, that one took off, and we're like, well, let's keep keep it going. I thought we did Corey first. Yeah, Corey was oh, first. Oh, we did do Corey yeah, first. Yeah, let me, let me correct you. Huh. <laughs> I only host the thing. Corey was just first. an idea, man. Corey Roddick from WMS was our first guest. Yeah, he's did. an idea, man. He has no idea who was first. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but I will tell you that first episode, man, it took right off. You guys, yeah. you guys came out the gate, and right away, you guys looked like it was doing really well. It was. It. it, it, it we've been lucky, and uh, we've had some great guests. I mean, it's you guys been, have, and we're not doing them as much as we'd like right now. Rick has started a new career, so it's taken a lot of his time. And he's doing a lot of recording with other bands. He has his own studio, so he does a lot of recording for bands. He puts out, he himself puts out like an album a week. He's insane. <laughs> he's insane with his output, and it's all cool stuff. So look up Rick Fluger. Yeah. Um, but so we do some things called unsupervised, where it's just Keith and I and a friend, usually, or it's just Keith and I, whatever. And we do top five lists. Of, we're we're going to start doing a lot more of those because Rick's so busy. And he'll just put on the tags at the front and the back and edit a little bit. And he'll put in his, I don't know if you've seen, with if we fuck up, he always puts up elevator music and the, the proper facts. He's although the fact checker. Yeah. And he likes to stick it in my ass a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you deserve it sometimes. Sometimes. But sometimes he's wrong, too. And he spells a lot of shit wrong. So, <laughs> well, Yeah, look at his name. I know. It's got a P in there. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, sound like the, the, I'm the fact checker on this one, so if I fuck up, I just delete. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like we had we had Jim Bonfante from the Raspberries on yeah, our last one. That was your episode. last one, yeah. Yeah. And he spelled the Raspberries wrong. Oh. So Jim Bonfante's texting me. He goes, you spelled my name on my band wrong. I'm like, oh, shit. That would happen. Oh, he fixed it, and it was good. That was a real good episode. Thanks. Oh, man. He's a great guy, man. I used to work with Wally Bryson from uh, the Raspberries, too. Did you? Yeah, I worked with him for a few years. Wow. Wally used to be in charge. I used to work at this place. It was a, I worked in a shipping department. He was in an assembly department, but he was in charge of these uh, special adults. Uh, It was called SAW, Special Adult Workshop. And he just, he was the greatest guy, man. And we just sit there. And this is when I was doing the original band thing, trying to be a rock star. And we we're going, making our album and stuff. And we just sit there and talk forever about, and some of the stories he told me, oh, my God. Because he, you know, he played with The Who. <laughs> he played with Kiss. I mean, he played with all my heroes. And at the time, I knew who the Raspberries were. Yeah. But I didn't know who the Raspberries were. Yeah. You know? And now... I'm such a huge Raspberries fan. It's insane. Yeah. It's crazy how that happens. You know? I know. I mean, you don't know about something. And then, especially the, like for us with this local thing, you know, like there's you, when we got involved with this podcast, you know, you don't realize just how many fucking bands there really are in, in Cleveland oh, yeah. area alone. And so you all of a sudden you start realizing, you, you know, you start finding out about all these musicians and bands and you're like, oh my God. Man, it's crazy. We got so much talent in this town, man. Uh, we are blessed. We are really yeah. blessed to have this much talent in this town. I know. I see. And I, I, you know, I, I can't honestly say I can compare it to other cities. I don't, I really don't know, but it right. does, it does feel like there's, there's a quite a bit of it yeah. here in this town. Right I just now. wish the city would embrace the music as much as the musicians embrace the city. Yeah. Because it, it, this Come town on. could be something special. It I mean, used to. It, it, it used that, that, to. So, it's so, been a minute, though. Well, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. There's a lot that's happened in Cleveland negatively in the last 20-some years oh, yeah. that changed things. I mean, you're, you know, you got to go back to before 2000 almost before you can remember Cleveland having that, that where the fans and the people uh, were as supportive of the city as, like, the musicians and yeah. You know, like, the 90s were a good time in Cleveland. They were I mean, great. Let's be honest. It was. It was. I mean. The city was popping it in the we 90s. We had a lot of great opportunity. When that rock hall opened here, the door should have opened up for musicians in this town. And they really, it really didn't. No, it I mean, didn't. a lot of the classic clubs went under. Uh, there was just not that support. You go to Nashville, and they've got a whole district 
yes. music district. Yes. Of mm-hmm. just bars and clubs that have bands and they non, it's, it's 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 why incredible. can't Cleveland do that? Nashville's I, I, incredible. It's incredible. It's, it's like it's insane. Good. They could. Yeah, they could, but they, they could do that they here. Won't. Well, they. I mean, you know, I just it, it's not there yet. It's not happening right now. Right. But I, you know, like. We just need the right people involved, I think, to get to we propel do. this thing. There's yeah. there's just something about, there's a stigma here. There's something about Cleveland that always gets a negative rap. And no matter what it is, whether it's sports, music, there's always something that's tied to this city that always brings it down. Yeah. And and that's what we got to break. You know, that's the, we got to get through that part Agreed. of it right well, there. It doesn't help when our former male, mayor calls it the butthole of America. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's like, really, dude? There, there is a stigma with people that... that that, that love music in Cleveland, that the, the local artist, he must not be good or else he, I would I would have heard of him yeah. type thing. You know what I mean? And I, and I just think that as you get out there, I, I, I my, my thing right now that I'm pushing is, look, guys, you want to go see these national acts? You're coughing $100 up minimum at any gig right now. Mm-hmm. Any gig, any gig, yeah. and you and you and if you go to you, the most you'll spend on any local gig is fifteen dollars, ten dollars. That's what these things cost. Yeah, and man. you think you're going to see that much better of a gig going to going and sitting a mile back in some venue? Yeah, yeah. you know it, it. It doesn't make sense anymore. You're not, you're better off seeing the local venue bands. You're yeah, better off. And then again in Cleveland, I mean. Throw a rock and you're hitting a great band, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 there's still, you know, I, the, there are some venues, you know. You're seeing, you see, once one falls off, but then another one comes, you know, yeah. comes back. The, you know, well, I mean, just, let's hope something turns around because this city deserves more. I think. I agree, man. You know, I, I totally agree with that. One more thing I wanted to talk to you guys about because sure. you guys brought this up and you guys came in here. You, there's another thing you guys are a part yeah. of. It's like it really seems like Come you guys on, are a part Lime. of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, again, I'm an idea man, right, Keith? Is this another one of your ideas? It the is. Game, it's a game uh, show idea. It's a this is a game show. And, and basically what it sounds like you guys have done is you've taken the whole trivia thing, which is kind of blown up in, in the bars now as a, right. a viable option of, of entertainment. Yeah. But you guys have taken it and put a little spin on it, a little twist, yeah. and made it more of a game show out of we, it. We have. We, it, it's a pop culture game show. So it's not just your bar trivia with a pencil and a paper or your phone. We actually bring people up. Everybody has buzzers. We have the screen. We have sound effects, and it's all pop culture. So it's nothing like brain surgeons are going to answer. It's just regular pop culture. We talk about food. We talk about movies, music, music. Uh, all stuff that people know. So we don't want people to come up and feel stupid. Although we we do have a tendency to make them feel stupid when we make fun of them. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But that's part of the. But draw. it's part of the fun, you know. And it's weird because you know when we do the game show. I put on more of a persona of being an asshole. Oh, you guys play good cop, bad cop, or something like that kind well, of thing, sort of. All through life, I, 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 not, I notch it up, and uh, so I've had people come up to me and go, "I know you. You're in Big Japan," and here I'm being an asshole to them because it's part of the shtick, and now I feel dumb because I'm support. I'm, I'm thankful for them supporting my band, but I'm being a jerk to What is this like the Dick's last resort type thing you guys do? Like, sort, like, like where you're, yeah. you're insulting and it's a little bit fun though. It's all fun. I mean, we have sound effects. Keith goes crazy on the sound effects. A lot of times with like Fred Sanford, you big dummy. And oh yeah. Stuff. Oh, good you stuff know, like that. You pull answer, some, which is often. So, yeah. But so we've been doing this. Uh, I started off with a couple other friends doing it. And, uh, Due to some personal stuff going on with them, they kind of had to step aside. 
And, of course, I went to the bullpen and got my boy. <laughs> now, now, do you guys got to come up with the questions yourselves? And do you guys yeah. have to do all that? From Yeah, I, uh, I Scott spent, does most of it. How do you come yeah. up with Okay, okay. It takes hours, man. Yeah, this is what I don't understand about guys like you. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I don't understand this. I don't understand how do you, how, where is the time management? How do you, where, how do you figure out how to do all of this? To me, just taking on this whole fundraiser thing. Yeah. That's enough. It's like that's that would be enough for me. I'd be like, all right, I'm, I, I'm booked. Yeah, you know, like you're 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 working. You have a job too. Do so you have a full time job. You yeah. have a band you're in. Yeah. You do a podcast. Yeah. You do the fundraiser, yeah. and you do this, and yeah. and you're just as fucked up as he is. I yeah. mean, like <laughs> that's <you're>, true. <laughs> you're doing as if much. Not more. Like, how do you Stupid. guys find all the time to do all this stuff? It's like it seriously seems like it's a lot. It's impossible. You think we'd be divorced <laughs> from your from wives? Each other? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. No, no. I hear what no, you're saying. A, no, I, a, I was thinking the same thing. You guys have obviously you have yeah, very the understanding women, women in the world yeah, we're, have we're found their way saints. into our lives. It must be. No, they no. Do they do they jump on board with you guys? Are they a part of this kind of ride also? They are a big part of the benefit. I mean, they're a huge <laughs> part of the benefit. So that is us. I mean. The podcast and the game show, they kind of just roll their eyes and let us do our thing. <laughs> my wife, let the kids play. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, and, my, and uh, you know, my wife is, especially last year, <clears throat> had to carry all my gear for all my shows and drive me around because my knee was all messed up. So, yeah, she's yeah. always there. I don't get it. But, yeah, she's always there. Yeah. My wife... Uh, you know, she's very supportive. She doesn't come to as many shows because she's got a lot going on herself of the band. But she's been, oh, we've been married for over 30 years. So, oh, yeah, yeah she's wow. kind of used to my idiocy at this point. Yeah. yeah, once they've seen the band 30 times, they're, they've kind of like, it's kind of uh, like, okay, well, you know. <laughs> well, I met her in my band. So, not this band, years ago band. But so she kind of knew who I was before we even hooked up. So, yeah. Sweet. 29 years for me, October will be 30 Wow, years, so. dude, that's so rare to have I guess we're doing two in right. one room at the same time. <laughs> we're doing something right or something very wrong. <laughs> yeah, either we hit the lottery or they're too stupid guys, to kick us to the curb. Yeah. Could be. But yeah, it's been great. They're both supportive. And yeah. it, but going back to your question, no, there's no hours in my day to, that aren't filled up. Yeah. I do. You didn't have time to come here and do this. This, yeah, I do. I played till two thirty last night. Came home, crashed, got up, took a shower. Here I am, and I'm gonna run from here and then do a few things and go to another show tonight. And I still got a list of emails and texts that I've got to do for the benefit before I do any of that. So it's uh, yeah, man, it's crazy, it's crazy, but it keeps you busy, keeps the days filled. It and does. and what's cool is like you've been able to like this is something that obviously you love music and, and that kind of thing so you've been able to figure out how to niche yourself into where you're out you're just your time is filled but it's being filled with something you love you know yeah. it's not like it's not like you're you're you're, you're being weighed down by right. this you know it's it's <laughs> if i get rid of that stupid nine to five job I'd yeah that's plenty like, of time <laughs> it's like, i say that all the time it's like that thing's really cramping my style right so if people want to come to this this fundraiser okay sure. Now, you know, like, I'm assuming people come from all over the place they for this, do. right? Yeah. And and there's ample parking. There's all that kind of stuff. Yeah. People cannot, you know, they, they don't have to expect to show up and have to, to you yeah. know, like, 
There's so much parking on the strip. Yeah. There's there's a bunch of places to park. And and again, it's an all-day event. We've got food trucks down there, so there'll be food. We have specialty drinks. We're doing another bar crawl, I think, this mm-hmm. year. Oh. We'll have the swag. We'll have the T-shirts. We'll have magnets, stickers, all that stuff for sale. We're doing pre-bundles. If you go to clevelandmusiciansfundraiser.org, uh, you can go there, and I think we're going to put up some pre-sale stuff on there as well for swag. Uh, but we'll have all that stuff there. We'll have... All day of entertainment. It's 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 great, man. Yeah, and and it starts at noon. Noon, and it goes till ten o'clock. Is that basically how? Roughly, it yeah. Because we we the show will end probably around ten. And the, you know, while we're doing the show, we've come up with a new thing the last last year where we don't have to stop the show to do all the baskets because you know how we go to the things and pull out the tickets. And yeah, we've come up with a great idea that now everything's going to be online. You get a wristband, you get your number, you put your ticket with your number in there, and then we've got a spreadsheet, and they're just going to put basket number, the description, and who won it. So we don't stop the show. It's just on a screen or on your phone. Maybe like a TV up in somewhere or something yeah, like we'll that? Yeah, a with big this? screen on one of the stages, and there'll be a CHQC, whatever the hell code those are, and you could put on and check and see it live as they're drawing the baskets, and wow. then you just... Because last this year, is crazy. last year, yeah, we had 147 <laughs> baskets last year, so that takes up a lot of time. Yeah, if you're doing them in between too, if yeah. you know, that's a lot of downtime. Yeah, two years ago when we were actually bringing them up to the stage, and it took forever. And yeah. we do it on a Monday. I know people say, "Why do you do it on a Monday?" Oh, it makes total sense to me. I totally right. understand it. Musicians get it. Yeah, but <laughs> regular people are like, "Why are you doing it on a Monday? Don't you know I have to work?" Well. You yeah, would have so, no musicians if you didn't exactly, do it on a Monday. <laughs> because it's festival season right now. I mean, you got yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's festivals, and people are playing. So if I want to get everybody together, which is hard enough, Monday's always been the day. And now it's kind of become a thing. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's become a thing, at least in the community of musicians. Totally. It's a it's a it's a something that they look forward to every year. It's right. like they but but the whole Monday thing, I mean, as soon as I saw Monday, I think my first reaction was like, Well, that's weird, but then I was like, Well, Makes they would sense. have nobody, you know. Right. I just saw Joey D himself. He just put he just put his schedule up. It's insane. I was like, it's insane. It doesn't even seem possible that you could do that. It doesn't. But I mean, like, but that's what these guys, you know, uh, Pat's friends with the drummer from old school, Tim Burris. I love Timmy. Oh my, he's such we a love good dude. Timmy. I keep trying to get him on our podcast. Yeah, he's and and you, you can't get these guys on because they don't have time. They're just constantly gigging and kind. Of, yeah, yeah, dude. So like, people, you just got to you, you have to work around. The yeah. schedules that are available to you, you can't, these, you know, th- th- these guys are musicians. That's what they do. It is. And, so. Uh, yeah, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, so take the day off work. Come on down to Geneva on the Lake on July 31st. I mean, what a venue, too. I mean, the whole thing about that. Pat went last year, and when he came back, he was like, they do it right, dude. He's like, he, he would not Thanks, stop Pat. talking Thanks, about Pat. it. Yeah, he really was impressed appreciate with how that. you guys well, we did that. we appreciate that, man. Well, any kind of, you know. Nice words to us means a lot because it's a lot of work. So well, that's how you get people to show up at these things. I mean, like you know, people want to hear that someone else had a good time. It's like the review, you know, when yeah. you're going to buy something on Amazon. Yeah. How many yeah. stars does it get? Yeah. yeah, that's how you buy things. I think that's how this works too. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a really a word of mouth thing, and as long as people keep wanting to come and keep spreading the word, I, I mean, I I post the thing on Facebook, and I'll just see people reposting it. Like I'll scroll through my feed, and it's just that poster over and over i'm like wow this is great yeah you know people are getting behind this and it means so much to all of us yeah man that's awesome now now as far as um when if you if they come down there like you said it's free yes sir 
um, swag they can buy yep. online before they show even show up, so they can come ready. To, they can come ready. Well, they'll pick it up at the day. So they go day. there. There's yeah. going to be a, a place for them. We'll to have a merch booth. We always have a merch booth, and if they pre-order, it'll be ready in a bag for them, and they can just wow. take it. Or you could buy it that day. I mean, we'll have plenty of stuff to sell. Yeah. So, and again, there's food trucks. I mean, you'll, there's specialty drinks that, with cups and. It's really cool, man. and the whole st- there's, you know, this is Geneva too. There's a huge. This is there's all kinds of stuff going on. There here. is always something going on Geneva, and if you like people watching Geneva on the lake, you're right on the lake. Yeah, it's yeah. the place to be for people watching. Oh yeah, it's fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's great, man. And a lot of the other you know bars are getting involved too, and that's why we're doing another bar crawl. I think this yeah, year we're f- trying to piece it together. Now you do the bar when you say bar crawl. That's separate. That's that's not. Or is that going to be the same day? It's the same day. Oh what what they're going to do is. It's only a four. Yeah, it's only uh, four bars. Four bar I think bar so crawl, far we're we're still talking to a few people, but you're going to get a ticket, and if you get the specialty cup with the logo and stuff on it, and you get a drink at each one of those bars and get your stamp, your stamp, you come back. We're going to raffle off a really cool prize. Yeah, what's some of the stuff like you uh, raffled off in the past, or what do you wow. what do you expect this year? Is there anything like like that stands out? Yeah, you know? we we've had I mean so many guitars and drum sets and. People donate the whole drum set? Well, it was a mini drum set, but oh, yeah, it was yeah, still yeah. cool. But snare, I mean, we had stuff from Alice Cooper last year. Yeah. Wow. We had stuff from uh, so many bands signed stuff. Uh, Keith is always giving up awesome stuff. Guitars, all the Kiss stuff. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I always donate a guitar somehow. We have a lot of cool autograph stuff. This year, I've, I've already been told that we're going to have tickets for the last Cleveland show for Kiss. Oh, already been confirmed. Wow. So that's going to be super cool. Perfect. Um, but, we had, yeah, we just get so many cool items, get, man. Uh, what was it? Last year we had uh, Andorondack chairs, a set yeah. of those. Two sets. Yeah. Cornhole, Cornhole boards. And then just, you know. <laughs> Our booze barge is also uh, one of the big things because right. I don't charge musicians to play. Their entry fee is they've either got to bring a bottle of booze or if they're in the program or don't want to indulge in that, they bring a kiss item. And we have this big inflatable raft we have on stage, and it's got like 50 bottles of booze in it, and yeah. we raffle that off at the end of the night. Oh, well. one person wins that, One too. person. It was insane. The guy who yeah. won last year won the booze barge, the top hat from Alice Cooper, and one other a guitar, maybe. I don't know. The guy swept up. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. But yeah, I mean, it was a lot of money. I'm sure he spent. Oh, he had to spend it. Yeah, yeah. his wife had to hate him. <laughs> well, but yeah. Here we are loading up all this. I mean, because fifty <coughs> bottles of booze—that's a lot of boxes. We're just putting in the back of his friend's minivan. Well, if she drinks, she won't hate him. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. It depends on sports. what she likes drinking. So yeah, it's 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 really cool. We get a lot of cool stuff, and we're working hard. So if anybody wants to donate, please get a hold of us because we're always looking for cool stuff or sponsorships. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could be the one that wins the booze barge. I mean, how? Cool I, I, I mean, yeah, like that's not to me. Like that's worth showing up for right there, right? I mean, it, it's great, man. That's I'm, why I go for the <laughs> for the booze barge. Yeah. You yeah. Haven't you haven't gotten lucky yet? No, I've never. Can you guys win? Do you guys allow yourselves to win, or do you, or do you guys frown on that kind of thing? I don't do the booze barge. I don't. Cause... I've never done the booze barge. Uh, I've won a poster because I give. I'll buy like twenty dollars tickets or whatever, and give them my daughter and say, "Go put them in baskets." Yeah. Right. And she'll go out there and put them in. And I'm surprised when I win anything, but it's not about us winning yeah. anything. The funny thing is, my guitar player actually donated this giant vodka basket a few years ago, 
and he won it back. So. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so, but yeah, we don't frown upon it, but. You guys play at this? Both oh, of you? Yeah, yeah, You both yeah. play? Oh, yeah. we, we open the show. Uh, we, we usually play together at this. Uh, we open the show, play the first three songs, then we come up at, like, at the end of the night. I think Keith might sprinkle in once in a while, but I'm so busy doing other stuff, I really That's why I asked. I was like, it seems like you might not have time to even yeah, do Yeah, I take time to be a ham for a few minutes, but... Uh, Get it out of the way, and then... Yeah. You're... Now, then, are you playing on one of the side stages in the beginning, or are you one of the first no, ones do, on the main stage? We open the main stage okay, show. Right, uh, right. Keith's band played the side stage two years ago, Two was years. It? Two years ago, um, yeah. And then, that was uh, a lot of work. Now, yeah. now, how now? How are you doing the side stages? Are those bands also playing Kiss songs, or no? So they're just so you just got bands that are just playing their music basically. It's not till seven o'clock when the when the seven. main stage yeah. opens. We have an acoustic stage up front. They start at noon and they go to like six thirty. So that's up in front when you first walking off the strip. It's a cool little chill place. You can go listen to some acoustic music. There's a bar right there. Then you come through the bar and out the back door. There is a, a side stage. And on that side stage, we're going to have cover bands. I think we have one original band this year too. Um, so it's cool, and 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 they go from twelve fifteen to six thirty ish, and we have some great bands again. And we, we're we're really excited. We have uh, this year opening the side stage again is Rockability, which is uh, a group of special needs kids playing with their mentors. And they just come up and they rock out, man. It's so cool to see it's great. them do it. No man. kidding. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Yeah, you got great. everything covered in this thing. We Mac, had them last year, it. and it was—they were my—they they were awesome. They were one of my favorites. Yeah, and then we got some great bands after them. Craig Martini's going to be playing again. Is he doing his Looper thing? He's doing his yeah. Looper thing. Yeah, he'll be there. I, I mean, we can... he'll play anywhere at any time. I swear uh, to God, that guy will play. And he'll drop right now. Yeah, I, play I, that. I hate him. He's so talented. <laughs> God damn, he's my favorite. And he's bass such player. a nice. guy. I know. I saw that episode too. I told you. I was yeah. watching. I that. appreciate it was, that, man. Thank I'm gonna tell you what. I thought that was—that was cool of you. You know, you guys, you guys, are, well, yeah, well, I could tell, I could tell it was Suck a gas, but I thought that was, I'm sitting there going in my head thinking of all these bass players and I'm not, not even realizing that the, one of the best ones is sitting right next to right. me. Right. He's, he's so good. I, he really is. He's, yeah. he's, he's not just good. He's just, he's just, he's a great guy. He's one of the coolest dudes. I mean, I don't he's know how so to humble and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's unique. He's, yeah, he's, must be that side of the family. He's very unique. You know, I mean, a lot of I've met a lot of unique musicians in the oh, last yeah. couple of years. I bet you have, yeah, my man. A lot I of fun people have. come through here, and and Craig was definitely at the top of both of our list. One of the guys that we yeah. we, we like the most for sure. He's a good dude. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Well, July thirty first, Monday at noon. Yes, sir. Geneva on the lake. Geneva Be there all the day. Lake. Bring your party pants. <laughs> yeah, down there, and, and you guys, and it should be, you know. Even if it rains a little bit, who cares? Yeah. I mean, like, that can't, you can't, you know, I mean, you got to. Nah, I mean, we got, I mean, the, the main stage is covered. Yeah. So even if it rains a little bit, we'll squeeze y'all in. The party, yeah, the party, it's got, the party's got to go forward no matter what, right? I mean. Yeah, like, and yeah. that's it, man. It's all, it's, all, and again, it, it's a great party and we have a great time doing it, but we really want to make money for a charity. And oh, yeah. I mean. Every I mean, single cent. Yeah. All, every, every bit of proceeds we make goes Nami. And this year it's going to who now? NAMI, uh, National Alliance for Mental Illness, okay. Lake County. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we're, they'll be there. They'll have some information for you to be uh, to hand out and stuff. And they'll come up and speak and stuff, so you'll understand a little bit more because mental illness is, I mean, especially coming out of COVID now, uh, they really could use all their help they can get because mm-hmm. a lot of people are struggling. You know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And we want to help. That's what it's about, man. That's why oh, yeah. we started this, and that's why we're going to continue it because it's not about egos it's not about 
oh, look at me. It's not about just the party. It's about helping people, and that's why I'm doing it. I'm sure I could speak for the rest of the committee and Keith. Sure. That this is what we're, we're all about. Now. Yeah, you guys have tasted it. a little success in this too so over the last few years. So it's oh. like it becomes almost probably addictive to do more and more and more yeah, each year. Really you do more. And, and each each one of the um, charities that we've represented have been. It's really been great. Yeah, I mean, just tumbling. Yeah, you learn a lot through all this processes like this you too. Do, you man. do. It, it's take a lot know, with you. This yeah. ri- this ride is short, man. We're on it for a very limited time, so let's try to make a little bit of a difference while we're here. Yeah. Agreed. All right, guys. I appreciate you coming down. I appreciate us having yeah, us. Scott Vaughn, so Keith Martin. Thank you very Check much. Check out the podcast, Stairway to Cleveland, when you guys awesome. put out another one. We're going to be working on it soon, man. I just, we'll fit one in well, somewhere. In our, in our <laughs> Usually when you guys do, though, it's something. It's like it's blockbuster type stuff. You guys put out these. <laughs> well, well, you, you do. You put yeah. out some really big guests and stuff, and it's That's really right. interesting. Fundraiser's July 21st. 31st. 31st, July 21st. Don't show up on the 21st. You're going to be yeah, really right. disappointed. <laughs> you never know. There may be somebody well, good Yeah, yeah there, they, there's always somebody. There's, there's but some... it's the 31st, July 31st, yes, noon. And you check you guys out. Where, where do you do the uh, the fandom thing? Uh, fandom Madness, we do it at Bar Forno every other Wednesday. We're trying to work around a few things. Tentatively every other Wednesday. Tentatively every other okay. Wednesday right now. We're working around some stuff. But Bar Forno in Willowick, uh, 7 to 9. And you can check out. Uh, don't. ClevelandMusiciansFundraiser.org for all the information on the benefit. Um, Big in Japan. Big in Japan band. Vinyl Arcade. Vinyl Arcade. The Vinyl Arcade.com or Vinyl Arcade. I don't remember. I don't go there much. Yeah. And cool. Stairway Cleveland on YouTube. But we're on uh, yeah. you know, Facebook and everything. You can like, check us out. Cool. All right, guys. That's going to be it. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having Thank us, brother. You, man. Cool. Appreciate not a problem. It. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it, bud. See you guys next week. Bye. Toots. <laughs> This has been Level Up Cleveland. There's a new episode every week. Available now on all streaming services. You can catch every episode of Level Up Cleveland on YouTube. Till next week, rock on. That'll be fine.